Hello, everyone. This is Krista with episode number 35 on the Wag Out Loud podcast. It's great to have you with us. And now I'm going to share today's canine fun fact. 42% of owners have already given specific food to their dog to prevent or fight aging. Healthy foods are perceived as an investment in a dog's longevity, and dog parents are ready to invest early in high-quality foods specifically designed to improve the health of their aging pup. Welcome to the Wag Out Loud podcast, where we are obsessed with bringing you helpful tips on canine health care, nutrition, and overall well-being. If you'd like to support the show, check out the products and resources that I personally recommend on the Wag Out Loud website. I'm your host, Krista Karpowicz, and I'm super excited to be bringing you yet another tail wagging episode. Hello, dog lovers. Welcome to the Wag Out Loud podcast. I am super excited to have with me today my friend, Matt Rowe, who is the president and co-founder of Parsley Pet, and that is a company on a mission to improve the nutrition and health of dogs. Matt is the graduate of IO Psychology. He's a health coach and a TEDx speaker who used food as medicine to reverse and control his own diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. Matt has seen and experienced that poor nutrition is shortening not only the lives of us, but the lives of our dogs as well. And our dogs don't have a voice. So that's where Matt and Parsley Pet comes in. Parsley Pet gives your dog a voice by identifying the root cause of ailments with key nutrient HTMA diagnostic testing. Matt, welcome to the show. Krista, thank you for the beautiful introduction, and I am so honored to be here. Well, we thank you, and I can't wait to share you with everybody. Matt, why don't we start? Um, Today, we're going to be talking about the question, is your dog's nutrition slowly killing him or her? And I would love for you to start with a little more detail on why you started Parsley Pet. Yes. Well, thank you very much. So we started Parsley Pet. We, As you know, we've been in the pet industry for seven years. And when you go to the trade shows, you hear horror stories. And so we were at the Super Zoo trade show and we were with Dr. Kozier having a conversation and the stack gets thrown out that 50% of dogs over the age of 10 will die of cancer. And that didn't sit well with us. We know that that's not right. And so as we researched it a little bit further, you find out a dog should live to be 15 to 20 years of age. And, you know, before um, when we were talking about it, before we started recording, there was a story of a dog that was 30 years old in Australia, and it was still a working cattle dog. And so when you started to take a look at nutrition, and we know that this is why our first baby, Doc, died early. She was 12 years old and died of what we think is cancer. And we know she could have made it longer, but we didn't control her diet. We were feeding Doc exactly what the industry told us to feed her. Dog food, kibble. And we know that at some point that was killing her. So we have two dogs now. We have Chacha, who's a Chihuahua, and we have Leo, who's a Catahoula. And we didn't want to make the same mistake. So as we researched it a little bit further, we came upon 
the HTMA, Hair Tissue Mineral Analysis Test. It's a diagnostic test, very non-invasive. We, with a sampling of the hair, we can actually test 48 different nutrients within the dog's body along with heavy metals. But what this pointed to was an eye-opening moment of saying, oh my gosh, not only is this you know, we're seeing why Chacha, our Chihuahua, is having some issues, itching a little bit too much. He had eye discharge, things that shouldn't happen. And so we realized that he was deficient in cobalt. He was deficient in key minerals. So what we wanted to do was make this available for everybody because there's no reason why somebody should go in and not understand why a dog is having an issue with nutrients or why a dog is not is itching because you're not getting all of the answers. And one thing that we saw, even with my own health, is getting to the root cause was a big part of it. So that is why we started Parsley Pet. That's why we are driving it hard is because we know we can affect the health of pets and have pets live longer by understanding how their body is absorbing these key nutrients. And what exactly is HTMA and why not just use a blood test? That's a great question and we get it all the time. So HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis, has been around for 40 years and it has a plethora of research and data behind it. What this actually points to is what I liked is I want to see the intracellular absorption of nutrients in food. Now for a blood test, think of blood as a transport system. So blood, that's why they tell you don't eat anything 24 hours before a full blood test is because I can actually see what you ate in that blood test at a nutrient level. But what I can't see is how it's absorbing into your system. So how is it getting into the organ? Is it bioavailable for your body? And is it something that your body is using to actually become healthy and actually, because those nutrients that we all have are critical and our body cannot produce them like vitamins. So what we wanted, what hair takes a look at is hair takes a look at a 30 to 45 day period of time. So that's why we call it the nutritional blueprint, because now I get a blueprint of everything that's happening inside your dog. When you're looking at hair, hair is like rings on a tree. So as the hair follicle grows, it's actually collecting basically cells in the cellular structure and blood serum as it actually is going in to grow the hair follicle. Also, toxins and nutrients go to, to supply inside the cell, I get to see that in the actual hair as it grows. Think of it like, as I said, rings on a tree. And as that grows up, I get to see how the body is, how the dog's body is actually absorbing and excreting certain heavy metals and excreting an excess of some nutrients. And what they see in this pattern is I can actually detect thyroid conditions before a blood test can see thyroid with the T cells and the actual you know data that comes out with that. So what we wanted to see is can we get a better snapshot and get to the root cause? And that's where 
a hair tissue mineral analysis takes a look at the root cause. So I have one great story. We tested a dog seven months ago. And you guys, if you listen to Chris's podcast, you probably have heard of a very great raw feeder. She's got a podcast and she's really trying to like infiltrate. And her name is Kimberly. And if you know, I won't even say her last name, but if you know her, you'll know who I'm talking about. Her dog Rodrigo came to us and we tested Rodrigo and Rodrigo, what Kimberly was complaining of is that the dog was whining most of the night. It was itching and she really couldn't find why this dog was so uncomfortable. So we tested him and it's boron level and boron is a mineral we all have. And it's healthy. It doesn't hurt you at all. And we need a little bit of it. But Rodrigo's boron was through the roof. It was well beyond the danger range. So our vet, Dr. Kozier, basically asked the question, what does Kim wash her bowls in? And Kim's like, well, I use Dawn dish soap. Well, Dawn dish soap has the highest level of borax in the industry. Now, Dawn dish soap is not bad. But when you lick your bowl two times a day, yes, you are going to get some of that trace amount of Dawn, no matter how much you rinse it. There's a little bit left in there. And so the dog had basically kept licking its bowl. We don't lick our plates. Well, there's some things that I would do to lick our plate, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) but we don't lick our plates, but the dog licks his bowl. And so over the course of six months of doing this, the boron level became too much. So once we recommended to just stop washing the bowls, just rinse them out. If you're concerned about pathogens, just put vinegar in it because it'll kill the pathogen. And what happened was, is two weeks later, Rodrigo stopped itching because we got to the root cause instead of giving Rodrigo prednisone or giving Rodrigo a pharmaceutical to stop the itching, which really only attacks the symptom of it. We wanted to get to the root cause of why Rodrigo was so uncomfortable. That's fantastic. So Matt, what exactly does the nutritional blueprint analyze? What we're going to analyze is 48 different nutrients in the body. So a couple that I love are calcium, magnesium. You've heard of these. Cobalt, molybdenum. Like you're looking at all of these nutrients that we have in our side, our body, and then it requires us to function properly. It also aids in vitamin production. So for example, calcium and vitamin C are interrelated. If I don't have enough calcium, Vitamin C won't be absorbed or won't be created inside the body, no matter how much I take. What happens too is we can actually test heavy metals. We can test mercury. We can test aluminum. We can test lead. And so when you're looking at all of these, and so you can see if at some point, if the water is contaminated, because we'll get reports back from, let's say Michigan, around the Flint, Michigan area. And you can see the elevated levels of lead and it's directly from the water. So we recommend to feed the dog bottled water and stop feeding it tap water. So different things like that we can point to. We can also point to aluminum. So we tested a dog that is growing up near a coal mine. Now, granted, he's not on the actual coal mine itself, but if the dog lives close to a coal mine, he's going to get contaminants from the coal mine production. And one of them is aluminum. So 
The dog showed an ailment. We could prove that, yes, this dog had elevated rates of aluminum. But with aluminum, you can chelate it. Chelate means remove out of the body. You can remove aluminum out of the body with parsley. That's why we named the company Parsley Pet is because there are some, there are natural food sources out there that chelate it out of the system and puts the body back into proper levels and non-toxic levels. Interesting. Okay. So once the hair sample from your dog is collected, can you walk us through the entire process? Sure. It's very simple. So anybody that goes online and purchases our test, all I need is a tablespoon of your dog's hair. Now there's some caveats with it. It can't be shedding because I don't know what contaminants the hair may have picked up while it was laying on the ground or however, if you pull it off the dog, I want fresh air. So right around the neck, I want to get as close to the head as possible. And then you can take samples from multiple areas around the neck. So I don't need a tablespoon just from one area. You can get me a tablespoon of hair from seven different spots around the neck area. Think of around the collar. And so when you purchase from us, I'm going to, you are actually going to get an onboarding email. And that email is going to give you instructions on how to supply me with that hair sample. Once we receive the hair sample in our processing center, we basically provide it to the lab. The lab runs the hair sample and looks at it at 10 parts per million. And once that is actually processed, then it comes back to us and we actually have our vet on staff that analyzes the hair test and the report that we receive from the lab to give you some actionable steps of what you could do with feeding it food, natural food, adjusting a supplement, or adjusting its diet slightly, or in the case of Rodrigo, just remove Dawn dish soap out of his criteria. So those are some of the things that we see. And it is really that simple. So once we get it back, it takes anywhere from 22 to 25 days by the time the lab runs the, the actual sample. And by the time the, our vet takes a look at it and runs her analysis and recommendations, and then we basically supply that back to the pet owner with actual actionable steps that they can take. Well, this is where I'm going to interject and let everybody know that I tried this test. And if anybody has listened to the podcast, of course, they know that I'm a freak about feeding my dog, Winston, the best food, whole food, raw food. So I thought, well, he's going to come back with flying colors. He must have everything. And we all think that just because labeling on a package that says complete and balanced means that your dog is getting everything that they need. Well, again, if you've listened to this podcast, we know that that is wrong. Uh, and it is a not one size fits all as far as the food that we're feeding. So I can't imagine, Matt, that you've had anybody do a test and they came back 100% okay with all their nutritional values. No. And yeah. that's, that's the one thing is, and the raw feeders are growing. It's becoming a bigger community out there. And I love it because this is the way your dog should eat. And so when you're looking at this raw feeding movement out there, it's the big question of, am I doing it right? 
because there's a lot of little idiosyncrasies, little nuances. And as a vet told me early on, when I was truly understanding what raw feeding was, she goes, just imagine your dog is wild and it's going to catch a rabbit in the field and it's going to eat that entire rabbit. And take a look at what's in the rabbit. Organs, eyeballs, fur, bone, muscle meat. And so what happens is a lot of raw feeding community, they don't feed from a balanced perspective. So they're going to feed one thing. So for example, when I fed Doc, she got the same kibble every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that was it. And I thought I was feeding it a well-balanced diet. And so then when I started to feed Leo raw, I'm like, oh, this is easy. I'm just going to take some turkey, put some, you know, carrots and green beans with it. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing really well. No, I mean, it was so unbalanced in there. I had one things that I did not put in was bone. I mean, you're talking about calcium. That's how a dog is going to get calcium. So now I throw a bone in the backyard and he eats the marrow out of it. He gets, he, you know, breaks the bone apart. And it's a cow bone, nothing that can splinter, getting, you know, sharp or be a splinter in his throat. So, you know, from that kind of thing is feeding a dog balanced diet. And that's where when we get reports back, you get to see how the dog is actually absorbing it. Krista, you made a great point. Every dog is different. So my Chihuahua gets different food than my Catahoula because they're just, they, their metabolism is different. They process differently. Their absorption levels are different as well. So really what we are tagline it parsley is knowing is better. We just want people to know once you know, then you're like, oh my God, it's just a little tweak here. Or I just need to make this little addition here or adding a supplement. So a dog that we actually last night I was working, um, because a woman had a question about her dog and it was all around because she was low in calcium and magnesium because minerals correlate with each other. They have an interdependent relationship. This affected vitamin A levels. And so her vitamin A was low, but it was showing some skin lesions and some spots on the body. So our doctors recommended just increase the vitamin A just a little bit in her diet. And make sure that the food has balanced minerals because it was low in all, in about seven different minerals across the range. And it's directly related to the food. Now, she's a raw feeder. She's doing a fantastic job. And so when you look at that, it was a little tweak that she could start adding to the diet. And what it came down to was more of a balanced diet. Instead of feeding just one protein, Every time, like just turkey or lamb or whatever you feed or beef, do lamb one day, two days, have beef two days later, have, and then just really balance it out there. So your dog is getting multiple levels of protein because each protein source has a little bit different of a mineral content. Right. Well, now that I know, uh, since Winston was tested, I just wanted to share with the listeners that I have to say I was so impressed with the ease of the process and I was blown away with the detailed results, the very thorough analysis. Uh, I got a full report and I liked that the report showed not only the lab results, but in each section, it broke down the results and it showed me all the values. What does it mean? Why does this matter? 
and what to do about it, what I can add to his diet to bring the levels to where they need to be. For instance, uh, Winston's results showed low calcium. So for me, it was super easy to go with your recommendations. I've added goat's milk to his diet, which he loves, by the way. He thanks you guys for that. Uh, Sardines, canned sardines in water because they have the bones still in them. He gets chicken feet, which he goes crazy for those. But it was so easy to not only see what, he's not sufficient in, but you guys give the what to do. Here's what we recommend that you do. So I can't tell you enough how impressed I am with the test and the results and really the entire process. And I want to thank you for bringing this to us because I don't know of any other test that he can take and know for sure what he's insufficient in and, you know, what, what does he have that is of toxic levels. I am so happy. Thank you. Thank you for just having Winston take those steps. And thank you for the opportunity and trust to test Winston. It was awesome to test him. And it was, and like you said, like you're seeing, let's say a little bit of a calcium and it wasn't a huge thing. Yes. He would love the raw goat milk. And I know you're going to have a show coming up with Billy Hokum over at Answers Pet Food. Yes. Awesome company. We love them so much. We know them. And so when you look at different things like that, that really go back to more of the way your dog should be eating. And the amount and calcium is probably one of the biggest things that we see when we get a test back is because not enough bone is being put into their diet because that's where a dog is going to get calcium. Now they can also get calcium from spinach. They can also get calcium from raw goat milk is a great source of calcium and bone. And you're looking at all of these different things from a healthy eating perspective that you can make little adjustments and add into there. One thing I always say about calcium is when you look at a hair tissue mineral analysis test, I can detect calcium deficiencies before it shows up in blood. So if you take a blood test, you might actually see calcium levels are within an acceptable range. What happens is though, is the body is remaining in homeostasis. Now homeostasis very easily is just keeping you alive. So what nutrients and what minerals and what vitamins does your body need to keep your heart pumping, to keep your organs functioning? And really, when you look at keeping yourself alive, your body's not that concerned about if your your bones are strong. Because if my bones are weak, guess what? I'm still alive. But if my heart is weak, I'm dead. Right. So really, when you look at that, the body is always trying to remain in homeostasis. So if it shows calcium starting to be lowered in the blood because of a diet that is low in calcium, what it'll do is it'll actually go over to the bone and rob calcium from the bone and making sure the heart and organs are functioning properly. But the bone now is deficient. The hair test, the hair tissue mineral analysis test, actually looks at it, like I said, from an intracellular level, what's in the bone and the organs and the muscle. What I see in a test is that there's a deficiency in calcium. And I can see that the body is robbing bone of calcium where in a blood test it does not. So then you can get ahead of it 
before calcium becomes a bigger issue in having heart conditions and you're actually seeing a level of what actually happens when calcium is deficient in the body. So we want to get ahead of it. And I love that you actually jumped on it right away and you started feeding Winston sardines. And you're right, sardines have bones in them. And if you can get a whole sardine, that's even better. Now, somebody out there might say, well, sardines have mercury. Well, yes, there are trace elements of mercury in the system for sardines. But you can actually chelate that out with cilantro. Cilantro loosens up mercury. And if I put a little dulce, Atlantic sea kelp in with their food, Atlantic sea kelp, dulce, is a binding agent. So I loosen it up with the cilantro and then it attaches to the dulce and it excretes out of the body. And so there's different things you can do. So it's not you can negate a mercury. And also you're getting more mercury in vaccines. You're actually getting more mercury from the environment that's out there than you would ever receive from sardines. So yes, goat milk is really good for that. Adding a little bit of spinach to his diet and that type of thing. But then you're going to notice that all of a sudden the balance levels and the bones are strong and the muscle is strong and that body is functioning as a well-oiled machine as it should. Matt, you know, I've already said how much I love this product, the Nutritional Blueprint. What if somebody were to order it and they're not satisfied for any reason? I will give them 100% of their money back. I only want to make sure that the test gives ultimate health and ultimate knowledge and knowing to the pet owner to be able to take action to make the dog healthy. So yes, I always will do a 100% money back guarantee. Great. Well, I love speaking with Matt. We we can geek out on dog nutrition and dog food for days. But unfortunately, our time is wrapping up. And I do want to share with everybody that Matt is generously offering our lucky listeners a $50 discount to try the Nutritional Blueprint. And I encourage everyone to do this. Just use the code WAG, W-A-G, at the checkout on the Parsley Pet website. And if you do go to the show notes, I will include a link there that will take you directly to the page that you can order that has the $50 discount already applied. Matt, I would love to thank you for the time that you spent with us today. Where can everyone find out more information about you and Parsley Pet? Very easy. Just go to parsleypet.com. And that's where you can find out a lot of information. You can actually follow. Krista, we are in the education business. So we want to educate pet parents as much as we can. So for example, tonight we're doing a healthy dog workshop and we're going to start doing these healthy dog workshops online every Thursday evening because we want you guys to know. We want you guys to be educated as you step into the field of raw feed. Thank you very much for having us, but just go visit parsleypet.com. Sounds great. Matt, thank you. I want to definitely have you on the show again. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Krista. Thanks for listening to the Wag Out Loud podcast. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to subscribe for free, and we'd love to hear your comments. You can find out more by visiting wagoutloud.com, and there you'll find great product recommendations and fantastic resources. That's also where you can visit our Bark About It page, where you can suggest topics, guests, or products. 
please be advised that this show offers health and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You are encouraged to do your own research and should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your dog's health, you should always consult with a veterinarian or nutrition expert. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.